0: Isis, you've come to the right place. Living Content Podcast is rooted in the knowing that we are already healed, divine, made perfect, whole and complete. The conversations here are more about remembering that, getting to know ourselves better through different healing modalities. Here, we learn to grant ourselves access to ourselves now. We affirm ourselves of our worthiness for peace, great joy, love and abundant wealth embedded even here where we find ourselves. This here is a safe space for women to heal, cultivate joy and sisterhood. I am your host, Olorato, and I hope that this episode is a soft, sweet reminder that you are not alone. Hello sis and the brother in the room. Hello fam, welcome to another conversation of the Reclamation of Self series. As promised that this week I will be bringing you two episodes this episode forms part of the series it is with a sister i admire so much whose work seeks to amplify the stories of women and their work she is soft-spoken but loud when it comes to what she stands for i met her in 2019 at a black woman hosted table and she was sitting right opposite me with the most beautiful smile and a bold head in our conversation we realized we both had platforms that shared conversations with women And just being the woman she is, we kept in contact since. So today I'm excited to bring you our conversation, which we both had been planning for a while. She's an amazing woman who acts as she preaches. Today I'm in conversation with Pumeza Lange. Pumeza is a strategic communication consultant, speaker and freelance writer. She is the host of Twitter chats and spaces, hashtag Sisterhood Hour, established in 2017 and hashtag Sisterhood Conversations podcast that was started in 2020. Pumeza's career spends over 10 years, including working with corporate and consumer clients within the agency environment, as well as being part of the corporate marketing and communications team. Through her hashtag SisterhoodHour platform, Pumeza has been a part of work and conversations that impact women, not only to highlight the issues and concerns they face, but intending to educate, create solutions and opportunities for women to connect and collaborate in different areas of their lives. In our conversation today, we talk about her journey with hashtag SisterhoodHour how the platform she created and built became part of her self-discovery journey, and even more, she shares about her personal journey with understanding self-first, her motherhood experience, and the importance of embodying the aspirations and teachings we often hold for our girl child to also see them lived out by their mothers, especially in spaces we hope to change the narratives. I could say so much about this conversation, but I'd rather have you listen to it. This is my conversation with Pumeza Lange. You might hear kids in the background. This is just a real day-to-day event of parenthood. But do enjoy listening. Hi, Pumeza. Thank you for joining me today. So early morning. Thank you for making time to be here with me. We've tried having this conversation numerous times. And I'm actually glad that today we are finally sitting down, even in the midst of things, to have this conversation thank you thank
1: you um, me too thank you for the invitation and like you say like it's been we've been trying I
0: think we like one time got halfway through a recording <laughs> and I still have actually the recording funny enough I, I really <laughs> yeah what I love about you um, as a human being as your avid love for woman I think since mm-hmm. knowing you your voice has been for women and you've created a platform that amplifies and honors their stories. You're not shy to share your platform openly and to celebrate another woman and be their word of mouth. So truly, that is why today I'm so honored to have you for this conversation. Because when I created the series, um, I wanted to expand Mm -hmm. more on the conversations I've been having with women I admire and feel connected to. Mm -hmm. And you're one of the women that I felt connected to to uncover their journeys, right, and healing and self-mastery and really remembering self and reclaiming self because it's sad to say this, but our society is built on us forgetting who we are. And so coming to love oneself can be a journey on its own and it can be faced with so many challenges, right? So today I want to learn about your own personal journey through the work that you do but before diving into the work that you do, I want to start off by getting to know who Puméza is. So, how would you introduce yourself in this season of life that you find yourself in?
1: Um, wow! Thank you so much for <clears throat> excuse me um, that introduction and I mean the invitation. Like I said earlier, like it's it's so hard to like, and I, I find it very weird when someone talks. And they share their thoughts about my work. It's always like, oh my gosh, no, that's not me. I'm just like, you know, yeah. to, I, I get all shy about it. It's so weird. So this year, my thing is been able to embrace it, enjoy it, and just go with it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much for that. Um, how would I describe the season of my life? It's... Sure, it's unfolding, you know, as how flowers do it um, when it's, you know, for, for a long time, they, you know, just trying to be like oh is it time now to you know come up is it time to unfold um Mm -hmm. and and share who we are share our spirits share our gifts share our you know light and happiness with the world when the sun is shining kind of thing like a sunflower like to and you know that that is a time yet is a time yet when will it be time Will i know it's time and For now, I feel like I'm in that, I know it's time. I know it's time to to grow further. um, It's time to expand more. Um, It's, you know, borrowing from um, former first lady, Michelle Obama, it's that time of becoming. Um, And in Um, my mind and my heart, I'm just like, okay, I know I'm going to be becoming, but I need to take it easy, not rush myself, um, not push myself, do it in a time that makes sense and stages that make sense. So I'm definitely in the becoming, flowering, following the sun um, like the sunflower does Um, and I'm also giving myself grace to, to, to do that and to enjoy that instead of stressing myself out so much because I put a lot of pressure on myself. Um, I think a lot of us do that often, especially as women, because we want to be perfect. We want to make sure we're mom, we're wife, we're worker bee, we're entrepreneur, and all these different things and then right at the bottom of the list, you know, there we are, um, we're showing up for ourselves, um, so I'm learning that for myself, and it's tough, because there's no manual that says, hey, you can be, um, you can be, you know, selfish, you can be growing, you can be anything you want to be, um, and the minute you try to flex a little bit the society's like no 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 no. we didn't mean that you know Mm. um you know and it's now trying to own that and be okay with it being comfortable with it and if society tries to tell me otherwise I just keep it moving (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah that's my my current season at the moment um I'm enjoying it it's making me a little bit uncomfortable but in that discomfort there's a lot of um, peace in certain ways sure. um, and a lot of gratitude to have made it to this part where I'm having an awakening you know of my life because um, sometimes we can suppress that when we know we're feeling it we we're going through it. it's about better start um, and then we're like okay I can't. I can't be having an awakening. I'm much too busy to be having an awakening, um, and we just continue. And so that's much too late, or we never get the chance to ever. So that is me.
0: What you just describe right now, as I'm thinking about it, and what you you mentioned that um, it's finding peace and the discomfort. And I'm just thinking about what's mm-hmm. happening around you right now, and the way <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and the way you're still. So grounded and able to articulate yourself in the midst of it. <laughs> I have lots I, of practice. <laughs> I see. I see. That's she, quite she makes admirable. herself present. <laughs> <laughs> I admire that a lot, really. <laughs> I think I think I think it's a big thing also to be able to recognize the season that you are in because very mm-hmm. often so many of us just move along. And with mm-hmm. the hurry, and you know, you end up losing who you are, but also mm-hmm. the meaning of it all. Why am I doing? What am I doing? You know. Um, yeah. So when you start operating from what is expected of you, and whether the crowd is moving in that direction or also moving in that direction, and feeling the pressure to also just act upon that, but being mm-hmm. able to be yes. grounded in your season and be so aware. Um, of what it requires from you I think that's a beautiful thing because then you know that what we often talk about that I'm trusting God's timing for me or God's plan Mm. for me that is exactly that knowing that you don't have to always be moving there's a season of you know um, having to actually slow down and wait and tune in and when you know which season you are in, then you are able yeah. to move with meaning and with purpose. So I quite appreciate yes, you sharing that you. part. Yeah. I love thank to th- yes, I love to think that the work that we do is deeply connected to our own stories. What was the yeah. message or offering that was missing in the spaces that you existed in that you needed and that your offering was here to birth?
1: Um I think one of the things I always like, I was just aware of, um, you know, in my life, like with a or professionally or socially was that you'd have, especially like amongst my, my girlfriends, like we'd chat about similar things, like similar experiences, um, challenges, and, you know, we each share a different perspective of how you've overcome it, what you've learned from it, um, or what you're experiencing while you're approaching it and you're walking through it, that particular experience. Or one of another one of us wouldn't have necessarily had that experience or something else, or they're about to walk into that experience, kind of thing. And the more I realized we had those chances to open up and share to whatever level of comfort you could, and to be really open and not feel shame, not feel embarrassed. Mm -hmm. but be able to feel safe enough to share what it is that you're going through you know what challenges you're facing where do you need help and being able to even form the words to say hey I need help I don't know like and sometimes not even a case of like you need practical help like you know let's Get in the car. Let's go. It's just someone giving a different perspective, you know, different um, ideas, or just even allowing you the space to just cry and scream and breathe, um, and being and feeling not judged. Because a lot of time we 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 do consciously, or unconsciously feel judged whenever you know whether. It's how you look, what you dress like, how you speak. There's already so many million and one judgments that have been made about you. Mm-hmm. So now, when you want to let your guard down because you're like, Yo, I'm about to break, right? Or so I'm about to burst, um, you don't know where you can do that safely. And oh. I thought, you know, I mean, I think it's also social media a couple of years ago is a very different place to what it is now. And I could yeah. see on, on on platforms that they were having conversations where people were asking questions. And so it was a lot of women asking questions, trying to get a bit of guidance. And I could see there was a collective of women who were trying to share information. Um, and it would happen in short bursts. And I thought, you know, I, I mean, I was, I, was, I was struggling to be like, okay, so how do I use social media positively to impact lives, to teach to um, give others a platform to share or to speak or to ask and to, to not be judged, to feel safe enough to do so um, and to make them aware that they're not the only ones going through something or struggling with anything. And with that, um, I mean, there was an opp- like the opportunity that like, came like in such a colorful way. So I was doing an interview um, on another Twitter chat and afterwards um, we were chatting um, with the co host and like they were like, oh, so these are the things that you're interested in. And they're like, no, what, why don't you do something about women and empowerment of women and all that? Because that's your thing. And in my mind, I was like, is that really my thing? Like, how how is that my thing? And I don't realize that's my thing. <laughs> because for, for me, it was just like, you know, it's just share information. It's use our platforms. Yes, you can have fun and, you know, share a joke or two. But um, if you have a platform, if you have information, you come across information, share it. You know, like it hurts nobody to like to just share. Yeah. Um, and then Sister with I came into being, you know. Then it became like a a formal thing of this is a platform, this is what it's called, this is the time we'll connect at, and these are the conversations we'll have. Um it's a space for women to literally to grow, to learn, to share, to show up as who they choose to show up to be and to be able to ask any questions. And if someone, you know, has enough information they can share, they can share. And to walk away knowing that you were heard, um, that you were seen, and that you were respected. And if there's a difference of opinion, that respect stays, right? And that you were given a chance to speak your mind and to, to kind of just explain why you have a difference of opinion. But you, you, when you walked away, you felt like, okay, I shared what I needed to share respectfully. I heard the other person, I was hurt um you know now i'm better informed or i've shared what i wanted to share and someone is walking away with more knowledge and that for me is the empowerment it's the being able to learn about starting a business because it's all fun and games to start a business until the tax man comes knocking at your door right um it's you know so it's learning about finances whether your own personal finances, your finances with the marriage, your finances when the marriage ends, um, raising children, co-parenting, um, choosing to be a parent, choosing not to be a parent. Mm-hmm. So yes, that was Sisterhood Hour and that is Sisterhood Hour. And I'm proud of the fact that I know it lives offline. I, I know that it lives in the relationships that I've been able to build in um, with women that I know and some I've only met online and I haven't met face to face but we've stayed connected over the years um, there's some beautiful friendships that i have developed because of Sister and Hour um, not just you know between me and anybody who's been on the platform but between you know people who've been listening and connecting and learning just because someone within the community shared information and that's I think that carried me through especially during the days when I was just like why am I doing Sisterhood Hour again <laughs> I know. should I keep going yeah. um, when COVID hit and you know we were all scrambling and the world stopped and we had to pause we had to figure out our lives Sisterhood Hour was just that it like it came through hey like mm-hmm. if I was to tweet and say guys today I can't I can't do this is our chat. I'm not okay people would be like don't worry about it it's okay go do your thing or I'd be like guys I'm going for a job interview because now I'm going back to the job market because wow self-employment didn't work out because COVID guys mm-hmm. and they'd be like go go rock it go get that job go get your money child
0: oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah
1: so that was that was incredible you know and and i could have never imagined something like that like i really couldn't have imagined something like that and yeah i i'm even getting teary thinking about
0: it i know right <laughs> uh, uh, yeah <laughs> i think i think that's the beauty of the work that we do and like i remember there was this one time a few mm-hmm. months it might have been a few months back where you shared something about when when you release Sisterhood Hour, it stopped being yours, but ours, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that people have been yearning for connection in this way, not just information, but deep connection. And for them mm-hmm. to also just feel seen and heard, because there's a thing about hearing your story being told by another person, that removes the shame you've been caring about your own story thinking that I can't say it out loud so to hear another woman or another person who looks like you actually share it and it releases you from that shame for us to say that but also as a space holder like you I know it with myself as well I always think that I'm a loner but to be quite honest this community as well has helped me through I mean, periods when I thought, oh my gosh, am I just giving without receiving? They were like, no girl, we are here for you. We will show up, you know? So I think that's the beauty about it that you as well as a space holder, you are, I think, supported. Um, So yeah, whenever you do feel supported, that's what gives you, I guess, reason to keep on going and makes it all worthy, right? So. Would you say then that the work that you do with Sisterhood Hour was part of reclaiming self in some way? And if it has been, in what way has it been part of reclaiming yourself?
1: Sisterhood Hour has definitely been um, a way of reclaiming myself, Um, but not just reclaiming, but a bit of self-discovery or rediscovery. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the more I journeyed it deeper into Sisterhood Hour, um, I started to realize that there's certain misconceptions about how women relate to one another, how women gather when they're around um, around each other and how they have those relationships, um, or like they're off sometimes. And it was one of the things that I wanted to experience Um, in my own community of womanhood um, of women and to ensure that they felt like that narrative of pull her down syndrome that wasn't Mm -hmm. our reality yeah that wasn't you know we knew it existed we understood it existed but it wasn't something that we were going to be a part of and when we saw it happen we'd call it out to be like "Mm -mm, no that's that's not the tea party we're about that's not the the environment we want to create and we wanted to ensure that even those who came within the the sisterhood understood that that we're not trying to compete with one another we want to support one another Um, and for me it it was so important and it still is that when you ask someone to show up whole as themselves 100 percent no airs no um mask that I also do the same that I also show up as self I'm not there's no facade and Mm -hmm. for me that was me working on myself and still working on myself to to show up you know and I always say that my daughter the birth of my daughter was such a reintroduction of myself to myself
0: sure
1: because you know like i mean sister and I started before she was conceived she was born and you know there the, there was a time i knew i was having a daughter before so my husband and i waited until birth <laughs> to know our gender of our daughter our child oh wow. and yeah we were, like ours was, was like you know as long as she's the baby's healthy the baby's fine um you know as as long as everything's going fine with the pregnancy as long as everything goes right with the birth we're fine boy or girl it's it doesn't matter and at the there was a point I think it was the last few weeks of my pregnancy I just knew I was having a girl like something in me was like you are having a girl, like, no <laughs> doubt about it, Yeah, and I, I went with it, I trusted it, would still didn't buy pink, <sighs> anything, we were just, like, on some yellows, browns, whites, blues, um, whatever, <laughs> and I remember when I realized I was having a girl, my prayer was that, you know, she's fierce, and she knows who she is, that we support her in her growth, um, that we ensure that she doesn't feel this gender thing of boys can do this, girls can do this, girls can't do this, only boys can, et cetera, that kind of division of genders. Um, And I want, like my parents, for her to be strong, but to be respectful, um, to own her space, to be confident in who she is, um, to always be able to express how she's feeling in that moment, respecting others and all those things that even for me as an adult, I was like, these are the things we should all know, right? It should be ingrained in all of us.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but sometimes we keep learning and we find opportunities to learn. We are put in, in places and in spaces and environments that force us to learn those things about ourselves, to speak up, to, to enforce our boundaries. And when she was born and through the journey of the fourth trimester and the first year, two years of her, of her life like I was really introduced to myself because I was like, wow, what is happening here? Um, Who am I, especially who am, a question I had to answer, and that was painful a lot of the time, was who am I outside of being your mother? Who am I outside of being your dad's wife? Um, Who am I outside being a daughter and a friend? Like who is Upameza? Mm -hmm. what does she want what is what doesn't she like what is she about um she has all these thoughts and dreams but how are they being put into action um what dreams no longer serve her um how has her life pivoted because then I had to acknowledge that my life really pivoted in terms of my thoughts about my career and what I wanted to do with my future but I was stuck at I've got this little person. I've got my little family. I now had to show up for them first, yet again, putting myself last. And then, you know, at the end of the day, after a very long, tiring day, then I had to ask myself, "Oh, okay, wait, well, am I happy? Am I good? Am I still sane?" Um, and it's been that constant thing of pmeza shapuza, pmeza reclaim who you are. Um, Mm -hmm. if that means going on a journey of self-discovery then so be it and there there wasn't a start and start and stop point there wasn't a on this day this happened I think there were bits of um, there were passages in time where I'd meet someone have a conversation that be something that I was researching then I got obsessive about that I like, was now trying to understand more and more and more and more about there were um, events that would take place that would turn my life upside down um, led me to question things I believed in things I do believe and things I don't believe in um, and there were those things that kept on happening and it's only in recent days where I'm like okay Professor those things were not random they couldn't have possibly been random exactly Um, yeah so what have been the lessons what were they trying to teach you what are you still trying to learn what aren't you learning because things certain things will happen until you learn that lesson um so what is it like what do you need to do and what do you need to be honest about to yourself Uh. to say wait just hang on a second so what are you about who are you what do you want and being able to be bold enough to say this is what I want Um, no matter what the world says no matter what opinion the world has this is what I want for my future for my future not being Pumeza Kutlana's mom, Tabo's wife being my parents daughter it's not about that it's not about them it flows after but what does Pumeza want how does she make it happen how does Pumeza keep herself whole? Where are the moments where, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> where um, Pumeza has to heal, you know, and keep healing until she feels good. See, okay, you know, that scab wound, say you yeah.
0: know,
1: she's okay. She can move forward. Because as much as I will encourage my daughter to show up, be a force, step into her power and, 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 if she's not seeing it in me, she's going to see it in the world and think that it exists in that manner in the world. I want her to discover it for herself, put it on, like, you know, that coat of armor, put it on like that warm blanket and whatever that she chooses to put on, she needs to feel that it's right for her and not take on the persona and something else that's been given from the world and take it in and internalize it because that's when it gets messy. So that has been my journey and what I've been mindful of um, in my, my last few, I have to say last few months, hey, where I'm consciously um, aware and trying to understand um, where I am in my life journey and even the, the painful bits, because the painful bits are there, right? We can't avoid it. But what is it in those lessons that I've experienced that I can feed back into our where I can now share, you know, when it was painful, couldn't share, but now I can share it because there's someone who is in that situation of a mess, of a heartache, of a heartbreak, of a and, 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 and they feel like they are the only ones. And as much as you can pull the quotes of Pinterest on Instagram, until you hear the words coming out from another woman, who yeah. may or may not look like you, who may not be in the same space as you, community, etc., But until you hear, hear the words spoken of, sis, I've also been down that road. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm clawing my way back up. So trust and believe there is light at the end of the tunnel, you know, because there is always one way or another. Um, but the more we can share those stories, the more we can open up our hearts um, and take away that shame and ensure that people understand that, especially women, that, you know, it's, it's not you being a bad person. It's not being punished. It's not being, you know, it's not being like this. There's, there's always so many theories, but it's, it's something that's happened. Now, how do we now help you move forward? How do we now get you thinking better about yourself and, and really finding a way to move forward in your life and finding your own way to tell your story in whatever way you want to that's comfortable
0: yeah yeah so that has been it that is so beautiful that is so beautiful and I appreciate you recognizing also just at the tail end now that Mm -hmm. I mean so much of the narrative or the stories that we tell ourselves are really not ours they don't belong to us and we retell it to ourselves so over and over again that even in the spaces that we extend ourselves or that we enter we get into those with that idea in mind that I'm not enough I am still lacking Mm -hmm. there's still something in me that is inadequate that is that still requires some work or that is not qualified to be in those spaces I also quite appreciate you sharing the fact that I think that's one thing I also recognize in my journey with my daughter who's in a similar age as your daughter that Mm -hmm. um, I think her birth too, although during Mm -hmm. that time I didn't recognize myself, but I quite appreciate the journey that I've had to walk with myself, with her being in my life because she became a reflection of the things that I had not been working or I had not taken time to work on within Mm -hmm. myself so, as mm-hmm. often as people say that um, your child becomes your healer or um, teaches yes. you, I feel like there were, she was more of a reflection of some of the things that I was still battling within myself. And mm-hmm. I think that was the beauty of just motherhood on my end that I had to embrace. So,
1: that's beautiful. Sure.
0: I want to ask you though I mean, you mentioned that you got to rediscover yourself what parts of yourself did you have to abandon or that you had forgotten about yourself in the past because they were not accepted in society before you coming to accept them within yourself
1: um it has to be a combination of like the words may sound simple but like I am worthy of experiencing and achieving all the goals and dreams that I have for myself um and it's it's I don't know if I don't know where I learned it from I don't know how I picked it up but that whole being apologetic about whatever win that comes you know excuse me um big or small like whatever and and sometimes it's even like just a personal win um and learning that it's it is for me you know it's it's the universe it's God it's my ancestors it's you know just the the timing of things that you know what this is time for this to happen to be unlocked for you so step into it you know walk into it like blossom in it and experience it fully and also just being able to understand like the season that I'm in I think a lot of the time we we want we want when we want it how we want it packaged in the way that we expect it to arrive in so i've had to learn that the answers will come um in the most beautiful ways um sometimes in the most hard ways but because i've asked and i've prayed that prayer for clarity um, or for an answer where i was asking a question or i was pleading with the universe and be like ah show me a sign um that it will come but it won't be packaged in the little box with the ribbon on and saying okay. this is your answer okay. it will just come and i need to be also be careful i've had to learn about discernment that as much as we pray in those prayers we need to also pray for discernment and understand that when life happens it's not a punishment and when the hard times come it's not punishment it's about learning how to grow in that challenge how to um evolve and develop as a human being and yeah I've had to I have had to really like sink into that um into those things and to, to understand that when good things happen I'm so worthy of it I've worked um, I've put in the sleepless nights and the tears and the learnings and the um, discomfort that comes with sometimes shedding um, old skin to to birth something new and to really be able to enjoy that process um, and to just throw myself into it completely um, because I think some even the thing of shrinking yourself I know I do that like I really do that <laughs> I'll I'll be like oh let out the to go shine shine girl. like you know yeah. I'll push you to the to the stage kind of thing mm-hmm. and I was saying to a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago he was saying he's like I don't understand like why in who you are and what you do you just don't see what the rest of the world sees and I'm like what are no. you talking about he's like yo I give up <laughs> he's like you know you 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 could really like there's so much of you that you can do that you are doing but it's like you do it and you like want to hide and fall back and be like let's just you know let it do its thing like you don't want to bask in it kind of thing and, and make I remember noise saying about it yeah you know yeah. like it's one of those okay I did it cool you know but also I think that's how we as black women um I don't know if it's the psychology of it, where when you end up going to the workspace, you you end up you want your work to speak for itself. You're not the one who's on some. email ne, and it was popping. That's how we got the business. Mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, well, you know, I assisted. We're putting the draft together. I wasn't sure about it, but you know, I'm glad it worked out. And then you wanna, you know, to be like, yes, le email. It was the one. That presentation it was all me, you know, you, you want to throw in, yeah, it was teamwork, and you want to be humble about it, Mm -hmm. and, (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with that, but I think there's something in us that we need to be like, you know what, I need to boast, and not be ego about it, but I need to make sure that, you know, people know how absolutely awesome I am, and how I also contributed to a moment of success, yeah. um, whether it's collectively or in, being as an individual. And I said to him, I was like, yeah, but you know, like if, if it was a beauty pageant and they would be like announcing me as Miss World, I'd be like, no, but the first princess and second princess deserve it with me. So we're going to be all together Miss World.
0: <laughs> I want to share my crown. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I've heard this before that you need to be louder than your work about Mm. your work because who's going to speak about your work and how would it be known if you're not the one who so believes in it so much that you are loud about it and I quite appreciated what Elsa um the comedian from I don't know is it from Kenya but I don't want to get it wrong in her speech in her acceptance speech I'm just paraphrasing here that Mm. I tried to live like a white man who dares Mm. to you know go beyond his fears who just try things confidently and I think that's what we as black women need to learn to be as loud about the things because we've done so much and we are overqualified actually in most spaces that we know
1: 100% right yeah absolutely absolutely and I mean there's there are some black women who are loud and bold and share you know their successes and I look at them and I'm just like wow you know right? and it's not even yeah. like an older generation thing some of the younger generations I'm yeah. looking at them, I'm like shoot girl like okay <laughs> go on with your bad self but it makes me so excited because then I'm like okay if that generation's doing it exactly. then oh my gosh my daughter's generation bam like you're it's gonna be exciting <laughs> you know I like you know it's gonna be a bonfire so I'm like yes okay let's do it and then i try to tell myself to do the same
0: (laughs) in our journey to getting to know ourselves better and also rediscovering self or relearning self again there are things that we unlearn about life and I think you touched on that but also there are things that we have to forgive ourselves for believing for so long that have hindered us and actually and I think you also just touched on it right now that that thing of being loud about your work seeing someone do it, you're like, I can do it as well. And maybe for so long, you've silenced your voice and being loud about the things that you do and celebrating yourself loudly as well. What are the things that you've had to forgive yourself for that unlocked your healing in a big way? Because I think self-forgiveness plays a huge role in us healing.
1: Oh, absolutely. It plays such a huge role. I think one of the... One of the things that I'm learning um, and there was a conversation that came up yesterday and it's called like the the concept is called an endless loop um, where sometimes you will keep being faced with the same um, challenges and experiences until you learn the lesson. So until you learn the lesson, the universe is going to keep throwing it at you. And it's, it's for me, like I'm i I'm one of those people like, when I'm all in in a relationship or friendship, like I'm all in, like I'm like, Mm. you know, everything, (laughs) you know, kitchen sink, everything, you know, like if Mm. you're my person, you're my person. And I think because I believe so much in the power of black women, and in the community that we are as black women and in the strength in numbers that we have, um, like I've had to forgive myself when I realized that, the other black woman isn't about that right that they are like I'm a I'm a lone wolf I'm a this is me this is you know I'm not trying to do community and everybody grows together um and maybe sometimes because I realize it a little bit late you know because I will I don't know rose tinted glasses or <laughs> or because maybe they, say, they, they say the right words in the beginning and then when something happens and I'm just like Hold up, wait. I thought you were collective. I thought you were community. Ah, I um, hear you
0: on that. Yes. Right?
1: When yeah. when you the realization that dawning of like, wait, hang on a second, this is not really who you are. Um, then I feel like oh, but Permeza, come on, like why why didn't you see this coming? Why didn't you learn the lesson? Um, the last time <laughs> and I've had to be like you know what it's okay like it's sometimes it's necessarily a me thing um sometimes it's their and their journey and that's okay I was about to um, say yeah you know and but then also sometimes it's a me also try like learning to not what's that word not deflect but the opposite too, to to kind of take my thoughts my feelings my ideas my you know way of experiencing and being and say and superimposing it on the other person before they've shown me who they are in a sense Mm. so trying to learn to be like you know what this is who I am this is how I show up for me and this is how I show up I choose to show up for the people around me um if that's not how you do things that's fine we'll find a way of you know, working together, um, you know, if we have to be in a collective group situation together, fine. Um, so hence, I'll protect myself that way and I won't feel the disappointment as deeply. <laughs> we'll kind of still be there, but at least I've allowed you the opportunity to show up as you and I accept that and I move with that without um, feeling like, wait, you know, yeah. I was buying into this dream, I, you know, so that element of um, self-forgiveness and i think being more aware of um i I recently got feedback from somebody who saying to me that um i think it's not even an awareness thing but it surprised me that how sometimes people still when they meet you and they interact with you a couple of times in whatever space it is um they think that is the whole of you if you get what i mean like they they've decided to go see like there's no um, there's there's nothing more um, sure. they they've decided that this is who you are so when you what they feel um, is different to what they think they know they become shocked and they're like who is this person you're like no it, it's still me it's just um there's more to me there's more I was than, about to say more, yeah, yeah.
0: There is more. I think what makes us disappointed by others, it's the expectations we have of them. As you were saying right now, we box them into one thing. And once we realize actually, they are more than that, we get disappointed that, well, wait, I thought you fit in just this box, but actually we are more than that. And that's why you, you can't do that. And even in relationships, I think as you were saying right now, um, allowing yourself to be neutral in a space and allow a person to actually show you who they are um, and present themselves as they are, as opposed to imposing who, what you expect of them to be. And I think one thing I wanted to also just share with you and maybe gift you in this experience, I think it's so important that you don't lose yourself because of how people Mm. disappoint you or how people react. I think if you so choose to trust someone and see the light in them you are choosing to reflect Mm. that light they are choosing to see it and reflect it back right so you don't necessarily Mm. have to stop being upumeza that we know who advocates for women who shares for women but still centering yourself because someone else disappointed you or betrayed you because people steal so much from us when they disappoint us when we feel betrayed you know so I think just yeah. being okay with staying who you are and not being disappointed by trusting, but cause that's who you are. I've mean, trusting. Yeah. I mean, cause that's who you are. So yeah, yeah. that's one thing I Thank also you. had to learn. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I had to learn the hardest way. And I was like, no, yeah. I actually was not wrong for, seeing the light in that mm. person I was called naive and I was so deeply hurt by that person saying wow. oh you naive you really thought that it was gonna turn out that way and I was like what and wow. you know so, so yeah I think as much as we do think that it's our fault I think that you were mm. just shining a light to see what is possible in that person so it-
1: mm. oh, thank you so much I appreciate that so so much I really do
0: so in closing, just brief words, in closing, um, what is the one thing that you often give yourself permission to feel and experience that society placed shame upon it, that now you feel so freely and you allow yourself to feel it or to experience it?
1: Oh, to experience my own voice, you know, um, to to be able to use my words. Sometimes I will stumble over them. Um, sometimes I will... Maybe, like, I'll feel, I won't feel sure of the words, but just being able to speak up and to share what I feel um, or how something has made me feel, Mm -hmm. whether good or bad, and being able to express that. um, And not necessarily wait to feel safe enough to express that, but just to know that there's nothing wrong in expressing you know a feeling or my thoughts as as long as for me like as long as I'm not hurting the other person and being intentionally going out my way to hurt the other person but just be able to express myself that has been something that's been important to me yeah that's what I'm trying to to keep mindful of and to keep allowing myself and giving myself the permission to express myself fully and enjoy the sound my own voice I think because I'm I think a lot of the time, I always say my parents would say that um, they're the quiet ones and I'm not like the talkative one and they're not surprised that I went into the communications. Um, but there are times when in boardrooms, I would keep quiet instead of speak up. And I remember being told by you know, uh, one of the executives in another organization saying to me, you need to speak up, you need to express yourself. You've got good ideas, um, but find your voice. Because when people are like going at it in the boardroom, I'm just like, wow, this is too loud. <laughs> Can I just send an email and share my ideas? Um so, yeah. and he was like, no, 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 you need to speak, you need to be heard and just find a way, find your own space to do that. And I think mm-hmm. I'm learning that I don't necessarily have to conform. And the conforming thing, just like it always like gives me chills. I'm just like, "Mm -mm, I'm not trying to conform. I'm not going to be singing from the same hymn sheet just to make everybody else comfortable. And I need to, I need to be okay with that. And some people may feel touched and feel like I'm rubbing them the wrong way, but it's a them thing. It's not a me thing. I'm staying true to self and to how I want to speak. How do I want to sound? How do I project my voice? And walking away feeling like I've fully spoken up and I've released what it is I needed to release. Because um, there's nothing more painful than stepping away from an environment or a space and feeling like um, you haven't said everything that you wanted to say. That you wanted to um, say, yeah. Yeah, so even when someone says, you know, I have any questions, ask that question, just so that you know that you've asked it and it's out of your system, it's out of your 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 thinking and you know you've given it out um you know whether it's a silly question there's no such thing as silly questions or stupid questions and just to speak to have your voice um to for you to hear your voice whether the other person receives it and hears it and hears the message that's on them yeah that's that's something that i'm learning and trying to be mindful of and encouraging other people to do the same if i see um, them wanting to keep quiet as opposed to speak
0: sure I love that then what belongs to you and you never share with the world because this part of you makes you belong to you wow <laughs>
1: <laughs> um I think currently because um, <laughs> it's expanding and it's just stretching me a little bit more currently it's my sp- my spiritual journey um because it's I've realized there's so much to it um there's so much that I'm realizing about it in myself and um I'm seeing that it's not linear um it's not linear and it's okay for it to be not linear um but for me to fully immerse myself in and Enjoy it and be challenged by it, and be okay with it not looking like somebody else's spiritual journey. And I know that one day I will share about it, but for now, it's my quiet, special place that I'm not. I'm not ready to share yet.
0: I can still relate to that. I I can relate to that, and I know what you mean. So I appreciate you sharing that part, actually what brings you joy right now and where do you feel most at home
1: oh what brings me joy rediscovering my love for reading and writing especially journaling I I think and by journaling not typing on my phone or laptop but like literally pen and paper yeah Um, I'm I'm loving that so much Um, I remember I did that when I was pregnant and when I look back on on those books, I'm just like, wow, (laughs) pregnancy is a lot. (laughs) Um, But I'm, I'm happy I'm doing that again. Um, So that's my biggest joy. Where do I feel most at home? When I'm alone in my thoughts. Hey, Um, I think that's as much as my thoughts are going in a million different directions um I think because I can now safely venture into my thoughts um I can navigate like it's it's, sometimes I always say that being in someone's mind feels like sometimes like it's a labyrinth um and we don't allow ourselves that time to venture into our own minds um maybe fear or whatever but like we all have our different reasons but for me to to grow in my my journey of being self-aware and understanding my own life journey and path I've had to realize how to deconstruct my thoughts in a sense um or to be able to understand where one feeling and emotion comes from and work Mm -hmm. through that and that comes from therapy you know being able to learn certain tools um you know when when life gets messy how do you navigate? when life is peaceful you know celebrate that and be joyous in that but understanding where that joy comes from and how to tap into that more often because sometimes it's not even an external joy it's an internal thing
0: yeah
1: um so yeah I feel most at home currently in my own mind I mean there are times when I I'll come up with an idea and I'm like wow you're a genius (laughs) and I love that so so yes so it's it's been that it's been my 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 home my, my favorite place right now and just discovering different different spaces that need to be healed different thought processes need to be changed um or what I can continue with and also discovering ideas and working through them and making them come to to life so yeah that's those are the spaces that I'm enjoying right now
0: finding home in your mind in your I think also just in your body but finding home in your mind when that is Mm -hmm. a safe space um, I think there is peace but also you know how to Mm -hmm. engage life a lot more better so lastly just sharing any reminder that you would have or, or any affirmation or even a reflection question to someone who's listening at this moment? Oh,
1: uh, it would definitely be embrace the opportunities and allow yourself to, to really explore them, um, whether it's a journey of self-discovery, whether it's um, opportunity to you know explore career, life, um, the world, understand that it, it wasn't a fluke, it was perfectly timed for you, packaged for you. You just need to take it up and go with it and see where life takes you. Trusting in who you are. You know who you are, even if you're not too sure. Explore. Don't be afraid to. You can be nervous, but don't be scared of yourself Um, and be willing to unlearn and the pain that comes with unlearning but the beauty of learning new things and exploring and and getting the tools that you need to venture into next chapters of your life um, so that's my ask just to just to be more present also um mm-hmm. and show up for yourself please show up for yourself um, whether it's a loud and boisterous show up for yourself, whether it's those quiet moments when you there's, there's a part of you that tells you, "No, no, you can't do this." There has to be another voice in you that says, "No, I can, I can't do this and I will do this." Mm-hmm. Um, and show up for others. you know, if you see another woman who is struggling with something that you struggled with, years ago or a few months ago if you feel brave enough if you if you feel sure enough and feel healed enough Mm -hmm. lend a helping hand you know lend a helping hand and be okay with that and be okay um, if they say no it's okay (laughs) it's it's not maybe it's not the time yet you know maybe you're not the person who's supposed to help them but just understand that you're on this journey with others And you'll find your tribe, right? You'll always find your tribe. Your tribe will find you. So trust in that and know that. And yeah, that is me.
0: Thank you for sharing that. I also just received listening to that. You said something about don't be afraid of yourself and show up for yourself. Mm -hmm. So thank you for your words. Thank you for your soft, gentle voice as well. It's all calming to just listen to you speak. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it really is it please. really is maybe just briefly sharing about what your current offering is or is there any way which this community can support you
1: oh it is definitely um, first and foremost keep especially with sisterhood hour like um, i said earlier that it's been amazing to see sisterhood hour come alive offline please keep that going like that—that that spirit of showing up for each other as women, um, as sisters, and just showing up in the manner that you can and the capacity that you have. Um, also, if you would, you know, love to connect with me, you can find me on the socials, on Twitter, Instagram. It's at Sisterhood Hour, and also um, it's at Pumesa underscore S H H and yeah so that's my socials in terms of if you want to connect um if there's a woman that you want to put a spotlight on please do share her details we can do that and have a conversation with her and just grow her community um and then also I'm a copywriter so if anybody needs any copywriting assistance I'm your girl holler at me i happy to assist with that but yeah just any spaces that allow for good honest conversation I'm always keen to to connect and support whatever I can
0: all right thank you so much sis thank you so much for sharing yourself in this way and for sparing me time in the morning so early in the morning and um, in the middle of everything thank you so much I appreciate you so much
1: no, thank you. I I appreciate the opportunity. I'm glad we finally got to do this. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: <am laughs> glad that
0: we did <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode. I really do appreciate you for being here. Please remember to share your love openly here by subscribing, sharing these episodes, and also just adding your feedback on the reviews. So this podcast can also be easily found by those in similar journeys and needing the message here. I would love to hear how the podcast is helping you. So, do share that too with me. And be sure to check the podcast out on Instagram. Keep well. Chat to you soon.